Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, 3 o'clock hour here on Hockman and Crowder, live at Twin Peaks in Davie. And um, I guess we'll try to figure out what our schedule is because I know it. I'm just not looking at it. But we will be out here every other Monday. But I don't think we'll be out here on December on January 1st. We won't be out here New Year's Day, but we'll, 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 we'll keep you abreast of when we're here. We're going to be here every other, shouldn't say every other Monday. We're going to be here twice in January and twice in February. And then hopefully yeah. we'll be back in March for March Madness, believe it or not. That'll be wow. on us before you know That's it. Fun. Um, the Visit Lauderdale Food and Wine Festival is coming to Las Olas Oceanside Park the week of January 8th. And we've got a chance for you to win a pair of tickets every day this week on this show to the Grand Tasting on January 13th. You can check out the food and beverage from 50 restaurants, plus live music, cooking demonstrations. Now, if you can't wait to win, you can purchase tickets at vlfoodwine.com. Must be 21 or over to win and purchase tickets, or you just keep listening to us for your chance to win. Um... We'll get some headlines here from Alejandro Solana. Josh Appel is joining us. He is just back from Lambeau Field. We'll talk some Dolphins and NFL with him. And uh, before you know it, it'll be 6 o'clock, and you can go do your holiday shopping and all that good stuff. It's <laughs> 305. Dale. 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 Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And Jimmy Butler is him. Jimmy Butler is him. Called game. It was game. Just missed out on that parlay, though. So close. It was fun. Uh, Josh Appel is with us. He does play-by-play nationally for Sports USA. He was at Lambeau. You got to see a heck of a performance by Baker Mayfield yesterday, huh? Yeah, that was something. I, I mean, mean, he hasn't pulled that out of uh, since uh, 2020, like almost three years to the day since he'd thrown – or played a game. OG was like saying that. He, he had a perfect quarterback rating. One fifty-eight point three. Wow. He is the only visiting quarterback ever in the history of Lambeau Field really? to have a perfect passer rating. Wow. The only other quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's a historic venue for that to have right. never happened before. Is Baker Mayfield good? He can be at times. It's the weird conversation, right. isn't it? I think he is a starting quarterback in this league but not someone who's going to win you much unless you're, like, really good around him. Loaded up. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll talk about that. Let's get headlines here. Start out the 3 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Gentlemen, the Miami Dolphins, back on track. Back on track. Yeah. I beat Feeling the Jets good. 30 to nothing. How about this from Adam Schefter? Andrew Van Ginkle broke his nose during the first quarter of the win yesterday. He did? And he came back, played the rest of the game with a broken nose. He's a man. That's some hockey stuff right there. He's a man. He's a man. Some great stuff from Hugh Wang. 
I think it's huge Wang. No, no, his. No, I I know, but I think the joke is huge Wang. Thank you. Well, I don't think it you. Re- I don't think you realize. Oh, no, I that. definitely realize. I'm not certain that you did. Come on. I'm not certain that you did. Why would you say Hugh Wang? Because that's, that's how it funny. was spelled. Well, no, it was spelled like Hugh, but the joke is huge. I know. Right. Hugh Wang is what's that said on the TV. I understand. Do you that. though? What? Yes, I, I watch think, hard. I don't think you do. I don't oh. think you do. <laughs> if you think the joke was Hugh Wang, then I don't think you get the joke. Okay. Feels like we're at a stalemate here. <laughs> With that Diddy meme, people are staring back and forth. At the other. Spider-Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Wang isn't that funny, though. I know. But That's my Hugh point. Wang. Right, but it's not funny. No, no, I know. Like, to look at it visually, and you do it in your head, that's fine. But if you're going to say it on the radio, it's not funny if you say, oh, Hugh Wang is back. That doesn't, there's no, there's no joke there. The joke is that it's Hugh Wang. No, I'm not so certain. Why are you guys talking about my penis? <laughs> <laughs> you know you got a wibble worm. I know, I do, I do. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, the Dolphins' defense played like a huge penis yesterday, man. <laughs> Seriously, though, Andrew Van Ginkle played with a broken nose. That's pretty badass. But aside from that, six sacks yesterday, two interceptions, both from uh, Blitz boy Brandon Jones, which is crazy. He had one in his career coming into yesterday. Uh, two fumble recoveries, seven PBUs, and I, I was just reading that Bradley Chubb leads the NFL in forced fumbles after yesterday. He, he has been so good, man, because we – I think we complained last season. That why did you give him all this money? Right. Yeah. I, I can't remember yeah. what game he joined, but, like, he has more than performed for that kind of money, I think. He went – sorry, go ahead. About the last five weeks, four or five weeks, because he started slow, and when he took off, he balled, and then Jalen Phillips going out. I actually talked about it. I was worried because yep. now they can concentrate on right. him, and he's still continuing to make plays. He went from being the guy that gets just close enough right. to maybe affect the play without actually doing anything to getting home, the, the sack fumbles, yeah. uh, aside from not taking three extra steps and throwing his helmet last week. I mean, he's had a flawless season. Yeah. Yeah. He ate yesterday, man. He did. He was, that, was, that was like fast times at Ridgemont High. Jefferson, <laughs> Jefferson, Jefferson, Jefferson. He's talented. Got anger management problem, though. Put <laughs> he the, thought he was boy, on the sideline. Put your helmet line. on, boy. He thought he was on the sideline. How would I tell him? Put your helmet on, boy. <laughs> I, can, I can say that. Y'all can say that. Uh, trust me, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even ask him nicely. I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> Oh, you want you want to throw your helmet there? Okay, that's okay. Don't <laughs> Put worry. Your damn helmet on, boy. <laughs> so, guys, the final Dolphins, uh, final remaining games for the Dolphins. We know Cowboys on the road, then at Baltimore, and then at home against the Bills. These are essentially playoff games, if if you think about it. Uh, the Bills blowing out the Cowboys yesterday. They still have a chance to win the division, and their schedule is much easier prior to coming here week 18 in Miami. They're on the road at the Chargers, who just fired their head coach and are without Justin Herbert the rest of the year. And then they have to host the New England Patriots, who actually have played better, put up a respectable showing yesterday against the Chiefs at home. That's because the Chiefs stink. Yeah. Oh, no, they don't stink, Hawk. Stink. They dare they can play. But there's still an opportunity for the Bills to win the division. So next two, essentially playoff games for the Dolphins. 
I'm super excited about Sunday. Like, do you have a game to call this weekend or no? Yeah, I'll be in uh, Tampa for the uh, Jaguars and the Bucks. Look at you just following Baker Mayfield yeah. around like he was fish. Oh, with a pH. Correct. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Them damn Jags, they, they look they they looked like they didn't know what so was going on. So I, I was texting him last night. It was like, so dumb. Does does Trevor Lawrence ever I don't watch enough Jags games. Does Trevor Lawrence ever look really good? Because he looked like garbage to me. Yeah. He makes silly mistakes. And not to hold that on to fumble, the ball. Like, that fumble was ridiculous. Like, what was that? I Does he the, ever look really good? The kicker missed two, two chip e- shots. Well, I shouldn't say chip shot because they were both over 50. But, but he's got to make those. You got to make those. And then Trevor with that fumble, like, it's three How about, drives in the, a row where Did you, you see the way the first half ended with the clock running out? Awful. Foolishness. Awful. So is he, like, does he ever look like the guy you thought he was going to be in the NFL? He, there's some big throws. Calvin really early in the year, he had some big throws to Calvin. Their, their, their weapon, Evan Ingram and them, like watching it last night, he doesn't have the two of weapons. Like you give Trevor Lawrence or Tyreek or Waddle or somebody like that, I think Hawk, to, to your question, I think he could be more. But he does some goofy-ass stuff. It's weird. I can't figure it out. You do, you do any of his games, Appel? Yeah, I did, the, uh, I did their game earlier this season um, against the Colts, and he played well in that game, but he – he shows flashes of brilliance, but like for me, it's not consistent enough. People talk about Josh Allen and his turnovers, Tua and his turnovers. Trevor Lawrence throws a lot of interceptions. He turns the ball over a lot, and he's had too many games that looked like last night for me to put him in that category that everybody thinks he should be in. I still think eventually he's going to figure it out, and he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But for now, been doing it a while though already, third right? Se- third we, we, we throw away the Urban Meyer season. Okay, um, yeah, that's hard to judge somebody. Uh, by that, even though Daryl Bevel was actually on that staff in Jacksonville uh, with Urban Meyer. I digress. The last two years with Doug Peterson, he's been a completely different player than he was uh, the first year with Urban. And, I mean, you got to give him credit for the comeback last year in the playoffs as much as he want to rip Brandon Staley for blowing it. Right. Trevor Lawrence still had to lead that comeback. So I still think he has the potential to be that guy, but too many clunkers like last night uh, for my taste with Trevor Lawrence. He is the most fumbles lost in the NFL since 2021. He fumbles a lot. It's and, a problem. And he turns and it he over. Didn't a lot, even get dude. touched last night. That was the crazy <laughs> like part. Was... Like, did you get scared? Yeah, the guy he got was scared. Hundred percent. He got scared. Hundred percent. He yeah. was bracing himself for a hit, and he was bracing himself. He forgot he was holding the ball. It's not. He, there's brilliant. But to to your question, Hawk, I've watched him throw some brilliant balls. Like stuff that there's only five or six people in the world that can throw, and then the next three or four will be garbage down to the ground. He he had a um a grounding last night that was embarrassing. Like what? Come on, bro, just take the sack. What are you doing? Like he'll make a brilliant play, and then he'll make five terrible right. plays. All right, guys. So Dolphins at Cowboys coming up on Sunday. The Miami Heat on Saturday. Beat the Bulls with a game winner from Jimmy Butler. It was officially his first ever buzzer-beating game winner in a Miami Heat jersey. What? That was his first game-winning shot? Buzzer-beater. So not his first shot at the end of a game to take the lead, but literally lights out, game's over, clock strikes zero. His first one ever in a Heat uni? In a Heat uni. He had one last season against the Rockets where he dunked it, but there was still – 
two-tenths of a second left, and the Heat ended up winning the game. So technically that counts, but technically it doesn't count. because right, yesterday, you're saying ball goes through the net, there's no time on no the clock. No time on the clock, gotcha. clock left, right. Well, he stinks. Guy stinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny device, it is, right? Really. Do I that mean, on inside the NFL <laughs> tomorrow. Guy stinks. <laughs> Just when they're oh, there's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, guy stinks. You <laughs> <laughs> know what? I write it in my notes. They host the Timberwolves tonight. The Timberwolves are the number one seed in the Western Conference. Dealing with a bit of controversy regarding uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, if you know what I'm talking he about. He came you know out I'm with a statement about. today, didn't he? Yeah, I haven't had time to read it yet, so I, I didn't oh, want to. He, he talked bad to the little boy? No. Oh. Let's see. What do you do? Bam and Tyler are, uh, are back today after Tyler missing 18 straight games with the ankle injury and uh, Bam Adebayo missing seven straight with that hip contusion. Hey, how's, I'm sorry. How's that going to go with Tyler Hero coming back? Because it, it seemed like they – they I'm not doing that they're better without Hero thing, but it seems like they were a little more cohesive without him, if that makes sense. Uh, we had – who was it, Clay Ferrero last week said it's not even a question for him. Tyler comes off the bench. Like, he, he, but, what he should but, do. But no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But he's the sixth man of the year. Not like, that's, that's his place. That was no. before he got that contract. He's ball dominant. He can take over the second unit. Like, that's where he should be. I, I don't disagree with you, but I, it's there's no – I would give it a 0% chance of happening. Maybe maybe tonight and for the next sure, couple sure. games. But when all three of those guys are healthy, Tyler, you're, yes, it's true that the team has played better with Tyler on, coming off the bench – and last year they went on a, a finals run without him, but you can't deny that he's earned a starting spot. The way he's played, he's earned it. And prior to that injury, he was having the best start to a season of his career. You have to at least try to give it a shot with these three on the floor at the same time in the starting lineup. But, but like, to that point, like, do you want the, the, the him to be on the court or what's best for your team? Right, like maybe he's earned a closing spot. Like the closing spot, but we've seen what he does. He was a sixth man of the year. He comes off the bench. He's ball dominant. He takes over. He's he's a bucket. Like he can create his own shots, and you can run the offense with the first unit and be beautiful. It's like Lou. What's his name? Lou Williams. Lemon Pepper Lou. Yeah. That's what he did. Like Tyler Hero is not going to win the NBA MVP, but he comes off the bench and destroys anybody when he can be ball dominant and take over. If the Heat are in the playoffs, and that's evident over a large enough sample size where, hey, you're better off the bench, and, and Spoh's going to do it. I, I don't have any doubt. But he's he's earned, Tyler Hero's earned, at least for Spoh to give this a shot this year, for those three to work it out. They've played six games together this season. That's not enough to just say, well, this isn't going to work. Like They've earned the opportunity to, to try to at least make it work. He stinks. <laughs> You should get Lemon Pepper Lou to try some Crowder powder. Ooh, That's yeah, like because you need guys that have, right. you know, powder cred, <laughs> seasonings cred. Like he's I gotta got get that. Lou Williams. Yeah. yeah, I'll DM him. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a good good idea. Don't, no, I'm don't, telling you, That's don't DM him. You know where he's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Like you can go see him. <laughs> you know exactly where he's gonna be. My wife doesn't let me go to Atlanta too. Much. I'm sure you guys have crossed paths there before. Yeah. <laughs> Probably sword fought. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> Hugh Wang. 
you be the arbiter, Solana. You're a good judge of uh, comedy. Uh, I can't wait to see where he decides on this one. <laughs> That's why I asked him. <laughs> like I knew, I knew I had a, I knew I had a juror in the uh, in the pocket. Um, the Florida Panthers beat the Oilers five to one Saturday night, so they get the Flames tonight nine thirty p.m. Correct me if I'm wrong. Appel, our resident Panthers fan, Panthers and Flames. A lot of former Flames on the Panthers. A lot of former Panthers on the Flames. A uh, little rivalry. Hey, you want to know who tonight. stinks? Jonathan Huberto. <laughs> yeah. That guy stinks. Stinks. Yeah, Huberto and Weegsy. Mackenzie Weegar. Stink. Weegar's having a good year. Nah, he stinks. Uh, Matthew Kachunk, he's, you know. It's a slow start. It's a bit of a slow <laughs> yeah, start. I just call that a slow start. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. couple of those guys stink. <laughs> Kachuk, <laughs> slow start. He played really well the other night in Edmonton, so uh, hopefully that continues here. He stinks. Solana, if I said to you that Jacques Martin has been named interim head coach. Do you know who that is? Jacques Martin, of yeah. course, former Panther. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how about that? Mm. Senators fired DJ Smith and have named Jacques Martin interim coach. Is that, the, is that coach. the first ever Ottawa Senators news you've talked about? 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, what a good player, that Martin. Oh, he's a coach. Coach and a GM. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Guys, UFC 299 will be back in Miami March 9th. Oh, really? Yeah, they're returning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Tobin was telling me the card is incredible. I guess I'll see my nephews. <laughs> Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com, if you can get them free tickets. If not, then. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They're going to book flights and then be like, Uncle Mark, we're coming down for <laughs> UFC because they think I print tickets to things. And then, of course, I'll just have to call Crowder. How happened? Called the Mesman and Dover for free consultations. Yeah. <laughs> 24-7, 866-954. More. It's a gorgeous the afternoon. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like sweet daddy. He's from, selling uh, these damn bags. I'm giving out these bags for free, man. I'm broke. Gorgeous <laughs> afternoon in South places. Florida. Tonight, the lows. They'll drop into the low 60s. It's going to get cold. A little cold front coming to South Florida. That's your weather. He's like an insane guy under the underpass. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey, he just walks up to everybody. You want some Crowder powder? Huh? <laughs> just keep pushing this. This guy keeps powder. talking at me about powder. And so, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm broke, son. I got nan dime. <laughs> Three bucks, Crowder powder. <laughs> I'm going to start selling you little baggy. It's over for me. All right, Josh Bell's going to talk some NFL with us here in the next segment. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami! Hawk and Crowder. Y'all got to get to Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. Blessing South Florida family since 1951 in the Hollywood, Florida area. Y'all got to get over there. And they have it all. The lamb, the beef, the veal, the pork, the poultry, duck, turkey. They have lobster, shrimp, fish, alligator, venison. They have so much delicious food. The sides are made in-house daily and off the chain. They have the smoked fish dip, which is a meal in itself. I love it. Oh, my God. The buffalo chicken dip. The, the prepared food, roasted chicken, I, I can go on forever. Y'all got to go to DelawareChicken.com. That's the website, DelawareChicken.com. See the entire menu. We know what you want. Call them in advance at 954-983-6831. That's 954-983-6831. Place your order. It will be packaged already when you get there. Curbside delivery is available. You don't even have to get out the car because all Delaware wants to do is get delicious food back to your tailgate, to your watch party, to your fa- family dinner, romantic dinner, to your wedding. If you are eating food with other people, you 
got to get the food from Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. And Stone Crab season is here. I'm telling you, they have all the sizes. They have the best prices. They have the freshest stone crabs in South Florida. Y'all got to get out to Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market, located on 441, one block south of Sterling Road. And when y'all get down there, tell them Crowder sent you. You know, it's funny. So I'm on a text thread with the Ticket Wizard and some other guys. And Ticket Wizard Barry Text last night after the Dolphins win. He's like, I feel so good. I'm going to get stone crabs at Delaware Chicken Farm. He's like, we'll have a little celebratory dinner tonight at the household. And then he texted me this. Look at there. <laughs> he got there after 5 o'clock. They were closed. He sent me a picture of the door with the hours on it. He says, are you kidding me? Crowder needs to tell them to stay open past 5. <laughs> <laughs> he can't tried. regulate the dates. He I pre- tried. Appreciate you, brother. He said he's probably going to end up at Taco Bell. Um, so there's a couple other things going on. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie. It's a watch party weekend for 560 WQAM. Tobin, you can join him this Friday, 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. at GW Sharkies in Coral Springs. You can watch some football, some Miami hoops. Enjoy ice-cold beers, great food specials, and you can enter to win a golf foursome and lunch also for four at Coral Springs Country Club. Saturday, you could join Zach Krantz, 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. at the Irishman in Boca Hmm. when uh, Florida plays Vegas in a cup final rematch. And you can enter to win a golf foursome and uh, lunch for four at Woodmont country club in tamarack so there you go some action josh appel is sitting with us here at uh, twin peaks in davie josh was at lambeau field yesterday how was lambeau field i've never been there grown up in chicago but i've never been to lambeau so it's it's one of those places that you always hear like you walk in and you feel the history you feel the the all the players who have been there before the legends and like you scoff at that if you've never been. I mean, it's a stadium. It's got grass and yard lines like every other one. But I remember a few years ago, my first time there, I walked onto the field pregame and I was like, wow, like this is. I mean, that's it's NFL history. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And I love I love just the area. I'm not sure many people have said they love the area in Green Bay around that stadium, but it reminds me so much of a college town because you've got Lambeau plopped there, little like shopping mall, uh, you know, half a mile away. And then the rest of it's just a bunch of houses. Yeah, people tailgating in front of their houses. They rent out space. It's it's a really cool. And then they cool just walk stadium. over to the stadium. Walk it's over to literally the like right there. Have you played there? And the neighbor, yeah, the '08 season when um, Aaron Rodgers won his only championship. We beat we beat Green Bay in Lambeau Field, and it is cool. But if if uh, if Josh likes it, he just likes white people. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> Inarguable. <laughs> Inarguable. No, it is. It's very weird. It's almost like um, Foxborough. Yeah. Well, like you're in a neighborhood, and then this big ass stadium pops yep. up. Wrigley Lambeau's Field. The same have way. you ever been to Wrigley Field? Same in way. Chicago. It's uh, got all that history, but also it's just kind of in the middle of Wrigleyville. Neighborhood. Like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's what Lambeau is. But you're right. Playing there was like it. The 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 history of it. The 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 Vince Lombardi of it, like I thought about that when we did play there. I was like, this is this is special to be playing on this field. It really is. It's if you have a chance to go, go. It's it's one of those where if you are a big NFL fan, big football fan, you gotta go at least once. It's kind of make a pilgrimage to uh, 
to see it all. What's and the? They're the most pleasant fan. Like they cheer for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're football fans. They're just football fans. Because I had a pretty good game. I think I stopped like two third downs on these screens. And like you go to the sideline, and people were behind. Like, hey, Crowder, great tackle. Way to read it. <laughs> like they just love football. It's not like the Jets and the Eagles. Like they cuss you out and talk about your mom, call them fat. Like the Green Bay fans were pleasant, and they enjoy strong football plays, and they praise you after you make a play, even if it's against the Packers. What's the best stadium that you've ever been to? That's definitely in the top five for me. I loved SoFi when I went like a, a couple years ago. Like, it is just out. It feels fake. Like, it, yeah. it, it's, like you can't believe that this is all correct. within a stadium. Yeah. So, Lambeau, uh, SoFi, Vegas is awesome, too. Allegiant. I went to Vegas first, and then SoFi after, and I didn't think I'd go to one that would beat Vegas, and then SoFi happened, and that that took it. Great broadcast booth at Lambeau, by the way, as well. You've been to hmm. the Dallas Jerry World? Uh, yes, but not as a broadcaster. I've been as a fan. Oh, okay. Jerry World is stupid. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. Solana, where's your favorite? Cincinnati because of the Skyline Chili? <laughs> Definitely not Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Appel's right, by the way. SoFi is just like you can't believe what you're walking into. And, and going underneath with the team buses, it's a city underneath the stadium. It's insane. Yeah. But nothing beats putting a bet down at the craps table at the Excalibur and walking to Allegiant <laughs> Stadium for a Dolphins-Raiders game. So Allegiant Stadium takes – the damn prize every single time. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing craps at Excalibur, God bless you because <laughs> that is uh, that's one of the six rings of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke shack. What uh, what made you happy about the Dolphins yesterday, Appel? We've talked about a couple things. Seeing them use Jalen Waddle as like a true number one versus what happened against Tennessee was, which was a little head scratching to me. Um, Jamming it down the Jets' throat with Raheem Mostert when you're in the red zone. It's just like, he's going to run it in. Like, what made you ha- – what pleased you about yesterday's Dolphins game? Nothing cutesy yesterday. It was just – That's what he said. Yeah. We're just going to come out, we're going to smash you in the mouth, and we're going to beat the crap out of you. And that's what they did. Um, that's the perfect response by a team after what happened on Monday night. Actually, that's a great point because – Mike McDaniel, young coach, and he's got a little cachet and a little swirl around him. He could come back after that and be extra cutesy, thinking that, hey, we're going to roll it up on this team anyway, so I'm going to get extra cutesy and build that rep, and he didn't. He throttled it back and went smash mouth. I I think it was so impressive that, obviously, you know, we talked last week, well, this team isn't the same without Tyreek. And they're not, by the way. But they're still pretty damn good on the offensive side of the ball without Tyreek. Tua lived up to the numbers that we saw before the Tennessee game with Tyreek off the field. This is really the first extended amount of time he's had to play without Tyreek. And he played one of his better games of the year, honestly. And it wasn't anything flashy, but he had the big throw to uh, Waddle, of course, and he just managed the game. Cam Newton managed the game very well <laughs> and uh, did enough for them. I mean, the running game, most didn't rack up any, any yards. There I mean, a lot of penalties. That would be like the one criticism probably from the game, but, I mean, that's exactly what you want to see. That's what a really good team does after a loss like that against Tennessee. They come back, and it's still a really good Jets defense. Go look up passer rating and uh, quarterback ratings of the quarterbacks they faced this year. Not pretty. And they handled a really good defense. I was concerned about how the interior of the Dolphins' offensive line would handle the front seven for the Jets. 
mission accomplished. I mean, that was exactly what you want to see. It was perfect. And 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 I have to go back to like what Buffalo did to Dallas, just running the ball down their throat. What um Cook, James Cook had yeah. twenty all-purpose yards, and then you even see what Baltimore did last night, where Baltimore just ran the ball and just pounded. Is do you think the Dolphins? Because we're known as, and I always talk about it. I say we're a running team, but we're known as this high-flying Tyreek Hill, you know, cutesy to use the word Hawk always using. I think we get cutesy sometimes. But is it encouraging to see that we can really, really beat somebody up if we need to? Absolutely. And like when a t- this is why again why I never like the narrative that the Dolphins only beat bad teams because when they play these bad teams, quote unquote bad teams, they throttle them with the exception of obviously losing to Tennessee, but they were still somehow up fourteen with three minutes to go in that oh. game. Like they don't mess around with these teams that are below them. Here and there, they have a little something like. Vegas was probably a little closer than you would like, but for the most part, they handle these teams like it's nothing. The games are really never in doubt. Again, I I just, for a team that has the goals that they have with the adversity that they dealt with, not just with injuries, but what happened on Monday, it was was such a nice thing to see by a, a franchise that for years has been cursed by and you started to think that yeah. that curse might be oh, Ty- rearing its ugly head again. Tyreek, every every beat writer on the planet is saying Tyreek's going through all of his pregame drills. He looks good to go, and then an hour and a half before kickoff, Tyreek's out. I'm I'm imagining everybody had the same kind of oh, like here we go, just knowing what they were already. The down. line, the uh, over under went from like thirty seven and a half to thirty five. Everyone was uh, afraid that uh, it was going to be bad weather. That was yeah. And the under still hit, but it wasn't because of the Dolphins. I mean, it was literally because the Jets had a putrid offense. Uh, no, I know it hit. <laughs> I bet the over. You Matter- did? I thought you were on the under all week. I was on the under, and I'm just like, man, it's 37. It's this puppy stuff. The Dolphins can score 40 by themselves. Uh, how they weren't able to put up a touchdown. Uh, nothing. Like, yeah. they had three yards at halftime. It was crazy. It was three crazy. yards at halftime. I just didn't expect the team to put up three yards at halftime, Josh. <laughs> like, that, that was my thought. <laughs> I mean, fair thought. Yeah. Eight yards Normally. at halftime. <laughs> Normally. <laughs> Understand, understandable. <laughs> but, but to your point, Crowder, I mean, Raheem Mostert broke a record for the Dolphins uh, this past week. Most touchdowns in the season with 20. They do both exceptionally well. We've talked. We've had this conversation plenty of times. Are they a running team? Are they a passing team? They're both. Like they excel at both. Um, and I think that's Dallas is clearly a much different team away from home. The Dolphins are excellent at home. I love that matchup for the Dolphins. Zach Martin. Not sure if he's going to play. That's a big loss for Dallas. I, I don't know if the Dolphins lose on. Like I think the Dolphins win on Sunday. And, and people like look at these last. This three is games. one of the biggest games in. You know, recent Dolphins yeah. history, just because it's Christmas Eve, it's at home, it's at the end of the season. There's stakes for both teams. If the Dolphins want to get to where they want to go, these are the types of games that you win. You're, it, it's almost like the Panthers last season. From January to the end of the season, they're playing only playoff games. And it really helped them when they got in and made that run. The Dolphins essentially have three games against three playoff teams that maybe they'll see in the playoffs. Dallas, if they make the Super Bowl, both teams. Obviously, it could match up with Baltimore again or Buffalo in the playoffs. It works out that way. These are three playoff-type games right before they go into the playoffs. I think it sets up cool for the Dolphins. They've got two of those three games at home. Like People were down on them, obviously, after Tennessee, that the sky was falling. But yesterday was so encouraging by Miami. You feel good going into yeah, these three games. Ab- especially after watching Dallas last night. I mean, Dallas was terrible, terrible. yesterday. 
and they are excellent at home. They are a completely different team away from there. And I hope, well, I, I know I was going to say, I hope the Dolphins wear white and they force Dallas to be in the dark blue, and, but it's not really hot anymore. The Dolphins are wearing, and the, they're wearing uh, the throwbacks. Yeah, yeah, the aqua. Yeah. I'm telling you, Dallas would be good. Baltimore, like, I'm so excited to see that game because I think that's the one and two yeah. best teams in the AFC. Buffalo still terrifies me. Of course, as they should. Are you scared as me? Like, I, I'm saying, like, Dallas, okay. Baltimore, yeah, we'll figure it out. Buffalo is terrifying to me week 18. With the Dolphins' history against Buffalo, even the win they had last year, Buffalo probably should have won. I mean, Josh Allen was exhausted at the end, uh, had a bad throw on fourth down at the goal line, was an incompletion to an open player, and then at the end they just ran out of time. They were going up to spike it, and the Dolphins survived that one. But we saw what happened uh, earlier this season. Just something about Buffalo. But they have that game at home, and hopefully they're you know, on a roll going into that game. I think it sets up well for them. I, it's the same thing, right? You you have not slayed that dragon until yeah. you slay right. that dragon. That's why I think it scares me so much because right. I haven't seen us right. whoop them. Right. No, it makes sense. And listen, even with yesterday, people are going to say, well, it was Trevor Simeon. Like, there's a million well. That's what you should do to Trevor Simeon. And, and, it's, and it is fair, but you've still got these three coming up where I think you probably both speak for Dolphins fans, you feel kind of okay. Now, I don't know if Dallas had handled uh, Buffalo yesterday. I don't know if you'd feel any differently about Sunday, or did you just see enough out of the Dolphins where you say, hey, at home, they're going to be all right? A little of this, a little of that. I think going into that Buffalo-Dallas game, having that Dolphins performance in my head, Okay, like I think they match up well against both because Buffalo still got injuries on defense, and it's really just it's really just contagious. Just burp. <laughs> Y'all heard that? <laughs> Did you hear that, Solana? Crowder, come on, bro. <laughs> Man, I'm eating a salad and these damn hot ass wings my wife bought. Do you hear that, Jimmy? I heard it. it was- yeah, just checking. On oh, that crazy, Jimmy. <laughs> it was kind of a. Kind of a weak burp, right? Like if you're well, going he, to burp. He sucked it down. He sucked it down. Appel doesn't have the ability to let it go. He's got like, to stop everything he's doing. Like I was just, just yeah. Threw me off. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Easily rattled. No, you're not sorry. Easily rattled. I'm not sorry. <laughs> God, um, bleep off, Chan. <laughs> believe it's bleep you. Oh, oh whatever. Chan. Same thing. <laughs> I paid attention to the show. <laughs> you, Chan. All right. Is uh. I guess we got to take a break. Um, will you stick around with us in the four o'clock hour, oh, or you got to go sure. somewhere? All right, he's got to uh, he's got to go somewhere sometime yes. in the four o'clock hour. We don't know where, but he'll stick with us for a little bit. Josh Appel will talk some more Dolphins and NFL with him. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie. Be here till six o'clock. A victory Monday, as evidenced by Jimmy's shirt back in the studio. Nice victory Monday shirt, and uh, you got a heat game tonight. We'll get all the uh, headlines. From Solana coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami! Hawk and Crowder.